Hey, welcome to K-12. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hey, welcome to K-12 Tech Talk. In this episode, we talk about esports, coronavirus, and the pedagogy of education. Have a listen. Hi, and welcome to the 10th episode of K-12 Tech Talk with Chris and Josh and still special guest, Corey is still here. Um, guys, we're in a weird spot, aren't we? I'm in uh, my dining room. I'm in my, I'm in my minivan. <laughs> Chris is on the road, man. He, he's... And, and I prefer that you call me Corona Chris. Corona Chris? <laughs> Why? Because are you sick? <laughs> no, I'm okay. Why are you in your minivan? Because you know, I, I'm building the house. I'm I'm living in my parents' basement, and all, we're we're you know homebound now because school's shut down or it's spring break, whatever. But you know, school's shut down. All all three of my kids are up. My mom's in the living room watching TV. My wife's doing laundry. It was pretty rowdy in the house. All right, guys. So here I am. I'm in, a, I'm in my minivan <laughs> with my laptop. With my laptop and a microphone, I'm hot spotting. Actually, you sound really good. You do sound really good. It's probably the sound, like the sound barrier. And the acoustics, yeah. Yeah, you got all the padding <laughs> from the chairs. Well, before we get too, start, too far, let me, let me uh, talk about our sponsor. Uh, Something Cool is sponsoring us again this week. So something, somethingcool.com has provided IT services and products for K-12 schools for over 20 years. Let their certified staff help you with your next IT project, whether that be cybersecurity, networking, or a data center refresh, or even coronavirus protection. Go to somethingcool.com slash education to learn more. Um, I was going to say, it may take them a while to respond because aren't they on reduced staff or something right now? Yeah, he sent out an email. Yeah. But the email he sent out was funny. He's like, if you call us out, our techs will arrive and go to the darkest closet and do their work. So really, <laughs> business as usual. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So let, let's go back. It's, it's been a week. I, I actually think it's been a year. Um, late, late last week, all three of us were together, and we almost recorded a, an episode. Um, Chris, you hosted an eSports extravaganza, I guess, at your school. I did. We had uh, 20 schools attend, sending at least one uh, faculty staff member, uh, but several sent students. We had over 160, probably 70, 175 kids from other schools attend, and then all of our high school uh, did this deal. So we had uh, 13 organizations, uh, some colleges, uh, some businesses with, with you know, tech uh, within them. Uh, the U.S. Army was there doing some recruiting, so it was a career fair slash esports expo. So uh, we had six schools that brought uh, teams. They played uh, Rocket League, uh, three versus three, so we did a tournament all throughout the day as well. So kind of like a kickoff to esports in our area as well as a tech career fair. Yeah, and uh, how, many, how many schools did you say you had competing? Six. Six, Okay. And your school won. I think there might have been some rigging taking place. Corey's um, but, school, school got second. Yeah, which is interesting. Corey's school got second. Corey, um, 
can you share your – I mean, so we, everybody knows esports is, is really starting to pop. And I don't know if it's, if it's growing as much as the corona or spreading as much as the coronavirus is, but um, see what I did there? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, colleges are starting <laughs> to offer scholarships, full rides. There are several universities in the area here in our region that are doing that. And I, it sounds like Corey kind of witnessed something like that happen. Corey, don't give names or anything, but you want to uh, tell your story that you have about that? Yeah, so I won't give any specific names of student or colleges, but there was a college there um, that was, I guess, a sponsor, right, Chris? Yep. They were a sponsor, um, and their team was there, and their coach. Um, so while the event was just getting started um, – there was, there was several computers on both sides of the arena and our team was warming up. And then, so the college players were basically just, they were just walking around, meeting, greeting everybody, looking. Um, and they happened to walk by our team practicing and saw one of our students practicing. Um, and then they watched them for a while, ended up going to get their coach and talk to our coach. And eventually it came out to, they talked to the student for about 15 minutes and um, ended up inviting him to the college to, uh, with his parents to discuss um, scholarship opportunities. And then they invited him, which I still, I don't know if the event's going to happen now because of everything going on, but originally there was an event in a, in a couple weeks where a student could win a $10,000 scholarship and they invited him to participate in that. Um, so yeah, that was, I mean, that was amazing to witness that crazy yeah that's pretty cool i mean it, it, we we hear about colleges giving scholarships like this and they're i mean i would have never thought that any of us would have been in the same room where, when a kid was talking to a university about potential scholarship money for a sport you no know, i mean because let's face it neither none of the three of us are very athletic i don't think um so I mean, you can speak, speak for yourself yeah speak for yourself you man for, you could speak for yourself well you could speak I, for yourself I did have that Olympic curling career for a while, so I guess that's not entirely true. Um, so, no, that, that was actually really cool. So I brought my athletic director down, and we hung for, uh, I don't know, a couple hours. And we get, we get in the van to go back to, to school, and pretty much the first words out of his mouth were, we're doing this. So it was, it was really cool to see that. I, I was pretty excited. Chris, were you happy with how everything turned out? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was great, and, like, my uh, counselors were, like, thrilled with – I mean, they were like, Chris, you made us look, like, really good today. Because, I mean, it was wild to have all these uh, – I mean, there, there, there were four colleges there from and, – and not just, like, your local community college. They were there, which was awesome, but other colleges were there. And then you had – you know, we have, uh, like, local manufacturing companies – they were represented there because they would love to hire like within our county, but they're always reaching, you know, beyond that. Uh, and then you had these other uh, tech businesses there. So like the kids were learning about careers. They were learning about college opportunities and they're getting to play video games and get introduced to this esports stuff. So, I mean, it was just a cool, it was a cool day that just went, the vibe was really good for the whole day. And it just, it was a, it was a good day. So as, as that day progressed, I, I think you guys made fun of me because I wouldn't shake any of your hands. Um, as that day progressed, it, it became clear that Corona was going to be very real in our area. I think Missouri had announced that uh, 
it had got its first positive case that morning, maybe. Yeah. Um, so like that, that morning I had an email from a college or from, from a school that was planning on attending and they were asking if we had any concerns, which of really we have concerns, but I said, you know, we're just going to do the best that we can do. Like we put out hand sanitizer. We were wiping down keyboards and mice as the kids would play. Uh, even the local newspaper was there and like, here I am excited. Like we have 20 schools here. And then it was, she was asking questions about hand sanitizer. And then you're like, Oh, we have 20 schools here. Oh, wow. So, so that, that, that article hasn't come out. I'm really curious to see how it gets spun. Well, it probably won't mention your 99.9% .9 uptime. So, right, um, right. Oh, it will. Um, <laughs> uh, so, as, true, as that true story, day, by the way, true story, 99.9. .9. Yeah. It's not a true fact. The story <laughs> was written. It's not a fact, though. So, so just, just to say this, my, my superintendent uh, was quoted in the local newspaper as saying that this tech department provides 99.9% .9 uptime, which is a spectacular quote. Yeah. You have that Seeing as I'm pretty, sure that, I'm pretty sure the day before they had an outage, but whatever, whatever. <laughs> So the next day, I guess it was probably by the time we got back to the office, we started hearing grumblings about Corona and our school's going to call off and Ms. Misha going to call off sporting events. And at that time, universities were already saying, Hey, we're, we're on spring break. We're closing. We're going to go online for the rest of the semester. And I know we were, we were talking about what, and could this really, take us out for a couple of weeks? Could this push us online? What, what's this going to do? Um, when did those discussions for you guys start with your administrative team? I think when, when was the expo that was on Thursday? That was Thursday. Yeah. So we had a meeting on Friday to just start some of that discussion. And then, so we, we kind of cut a break because we're on spring break. So we were already going to be off this week. Oh. So we didn't have to make any crazy decisions like, like some of you did with, you know, a acting quickly. Yeah. So then we had, we had another big meeting today, but that was, I, I think it, I think it was Friday and then today. So our, our first discussion was Thursday morning before we came down there. Our admin meeting is always the Thursday before the board meeting. And, and just so happened the health department came to our admin meeting this week and, and all the heat talked about was coronavirus and, how it spreads and the likelihood of spreading and percentage of people that get sick and blah, 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 blah. Then it became very apparent in that meeting that we really needed to start thinking about, okay, if we do close for an extended ad, an extended closure, not, not just a day or two, what is, what is the impact to instruction? How does instruction take place? What are we even going to attempt to do? Um, Corey, when did you guys start talking about it? So we normally have a weekly admin meeting every Wednesday. That's not a, that's not religious, but for the most part, every Wednesday, we did have one this past week and that's when our conversations started. Um, and then it, it, it quickly exploded over the weekend. Like, yeah, we, we ended school Friday thinking, you know, there might be some announcements, you know, but nothing about, you know, what has happened. We did, you know, we were pretty, or I was, you know, when I started getting texts and emails, hey, we need to meet over the weekend. I was like, oh. Yeah, our superintendent sent out an email Friday afternoon to staff just saying, hey, it's on our radar. We've talked to the health department. They're not wanting us to do anything yet. They don't think we need to close. But, you know, 
we'll take direction from the health department in the local hospital. Well, apparently that changed Sunday. Um, by Sunday evening, we, we pretty much made the announcement that we were having school Monday, Tuesday, and then starting Tuesday at five o'clock, today at five o'clock, uh, campus is closed. There is not a soul on campus until April 3rd. Now, with that said, essential staff have, you know, payroll still has to be ran. Maintenance folks are going in and disinfecting anything. I think I'm going in tomorrow. I think my guys are going in tomorrow, at least for a short amount of time to just kind of wrap our heads around what's going on. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. And we, we had teachers, I, Corey, I think you guys took a similar plan. Actually, I took the directory idea from you. Um, we created a Google drive did. like you it's did. Okay. I yeah, I know. I, was, I wasn't able to copyright it or anything, but that's all. No, I mean, hell, that's what you do is you steal good ideas from other people. Oh, oh I know. You I talked to me about four hours ago. And never, never mind. I was going to talk. I was going to say something about Chris. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> what did Chris do? I mean, I'm, 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 ha I'm happy to talk about it. Corey made, so like a lot of the local schools are, or I, nearly all schools are, are going to do uh, lunch delivery. Yeah. And some grab and go meals and stuff. So Corey had made this beautiful looking uh, Google form, like a nice survey. Uh, and it was posted publicly to his website. And I sent him a message and I said, Hey, can I get a copy of that? And he was like, he, and he, he was like, yeah, just go on the website and, and grab it. And I said, no, like make me an editor, like make me a like legit copy. Like, right. I don't want to like type this stuff. Yeah. So he, he could just, rip it off. He just acted like I was just asking for like, just a ridiculous lot. So, so, so just, this is all through Google. This is all through Google Hangouts. Uh, so I did that for him cause we're buddies. Uh, and then he chatted me. Uh, an email he was going to send to his uh, administrators. <laughs> I, th I think then he said, my district is going to use our form too. <laughs> well, so Corey, I, I think this is the Corey, the episode where Corey gets a gold star because so you I do. stole the directory idea from him. Chris stole the form. So we created a centralized Google drive separated by building, separated by grade level or subject. And for the next two weeks, um, teachers uploaded content uh, review. Nothing is for a grade. It's all optional. Nothing, nothing will be counted. So it's all material that has been covered prior. Um, they uploaded digital content to these folders. So we, we made a Facebook post tonight telling parents, go here if you want, if your kid wants to stay fresh on content, these are the resources we suggest they use. Um, so let's it, let's let's dig into that a little bit. So so you made a a folder and then you made a bunch of subfolders. Like what kind of permissions and sharing did you do on all those? So the building administrators are the editors of each building, and the building administrators all of our they wanted it <clears throat> they wanted it to where the teachers would actually send the content to the principal, and once the principal okayed the content, the principal uploaded the content to the directory. Um, okay. so the teachers don't actually have direct edit rights to the folders. Only the building administrators do of each building. Um, Corey, is that how you did it or did do more no, people our, have our, edit rights? Yeah, no, ours is more open. Um, it's basically all, all teachers have edit abilities on the folders. Um, and then we met, we had an all staff meeting today 
and I had 20 minutes with the staff and I actually walked them through using, and then I created a tutorial as well, walking them through. And I mean, our staff, I mean, we've had Google for years now, so they were familiar with how to manipulate Google drive. It was just more of like, you know, Hey, this is a public facing folder, you know, make changes in it. And then it's out there immediately. And then, you know, you have edit access to other folders as well. Just stay in your lane type of deal. Yeah. Chris, what are you going to, have you guys done that? No. So, so our approach is a little bit different just because we weren't in session for this, this week already. So the teachers were already gone. So basically how I think it's going to play out uh, these couple weeks that we're off already uh, that we won't be setting up anything like that, that when we set up stuff where, you know, some, some schools are, are, well, like you, you guys did being pretty quick to, to get stuff going and pump stuff out. So our approach was like, we're not going to do that. And, and a lot of that again was because teachers are already gone. Yeah. So we're going to start to set up stuff and, and all of our teachers have a, uh, a teacher webpage already with, with Google sites. So I, a lot of them are starting to put their resources on there or, 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 or that's what the expectation I think is going to be that, yeah. they update, that they update some stuff on, on their sites. And then like on, on our website, we already have all the teacher web pages linked. So yeah. we're going to say, go to your teacher's web pages. And, and See, check not, those out. not many of our teachers kept their websites. We, we read it our website a couple years ago and the discussion then was if if you're not going to keep your content fresh on your website don't have a website because nothing looks worse than having a website with stale content i agree we actually took that same tact a couple years ago it used to be mandatory at my district yeah um and then basically the the superintendent at the time decided if you're we're gonna we changed the policy where it's not mandatory anymore but if you're gonna have one keep it updated and I bet I mean we're over 50 percent but there yeah, were several that I don't think know, we're decided that well, they, and then that's when Google Classroom kind of exploded as well right. so right yeah Google Classroom kind of took that over and it's funny because one of our assistant superintendents made a made a template for these documents it's almost like a unit a unit of uh, study template and I would say the majority of the high school teachers and even some of the middle school teachers, instead of having um, objectives and, you know, go read this passage, write something, blah, 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 blah. The majority of the documents say, go to Google classroom, work on assignment number, you know, 23. So realistically we didn't at, at the high school and middle school, we really didn't have to have these folders, but it gives a single spot that a parent can go to, and at least look and see and tell their kid, hey, go to classroom, do this assignment, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it, I think- it, sounds like, it sounds like my district and your district are basically in 100% agreement on what we're doing because that's, that's pretty much what exactly how we're handling it as well. Yeah. So it'll be interesting since Chris is a week behind who he steals from the most, if it's going to be me I mean, or you. I don't know. He might not be in the office again until May. <clears throat> or September. Um, yeah, right. I'll let you guys know. Hey, but I did find it interesting. Like this last episode, Josh, you were talking about that uh, acronym AMI. What, what was that? Alternative method of instruction. Yes, sir. And then all of a sudden, like that was a phrase I was hearing like in the last week because we don't like our state does not require an AMI yet until and, next and, year. Right. And had we had one like prepped this, right. all of this would be so much easier. Correct. You know, so, so put your, put your, uh, 
fortune telling glasses on, I guess, would think about how much this singular event, however long we're closed, if we go back on the 6th, if we go back at the end of it, who, who knows at this point? I mean, you're hearing crazy. This evening, the state of Kansas shut down all their public schools until uh, the yeah, end of the they're year. Done. They're done. Yeah. They're not going back this year. So Lord knows what's going to happen here. But, but just think about this for a minute. In K-12, we, we've been behind higher ed for several years as far as online instruction in this flipped classroom model or teaching electronically, virtually, if you will. This is really, I think, going to force the hand, at least of high school teachers, maybe even middle school teachers, to make that jump to a flipped classroom or virtual instruction using an LMS or relying on an LMS completely. It, it, I, I'm telling you, boys, this, is go, this singular event is going to change K-12 education probably more than almost anything in the last 50 years. I'll, I'll put money on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say as far as technology goes, it'd be hard to disagree with that. I, even, even outside the realm of technology, Corey, what, I, what other event or what other pedagogy change would have, would have been bigger? I don't, hey, Siri, I don't what know. Is, what is pedagogy? Um, Pet- it's, Pet- it, pedagogy. it's, uh, pedagogy. <laughs> It's, uh, I I no, I believe it is uh, the way in which things are taught. Snooze uh, fast. Snooze fast. Hey, my home pod just said, heard me say, hey, Siri. She the method and practice of teaching, especially in an academic subject or theoretical concept, pedagogy. I think um, it's pronounced pedagogy. Whatever. But but just think, man. I'm I'm telling you, we're we're living history right now. This, I, I, it this is unbelievable. Corey, when do you guys go back? The sixth, April sixth. Chris, do you guys even know when you're going back? I mean, yeah, the sixth. But I I if I were a fortune teller, I would predict we're not going back. <laughs> What's with wrong my with that voice? What is that voice? If, if is my, that your genie voice? If my if my pedago- pedagogy, I pedag- think he's making fun pedag- of me. <laughs> if my pedagogy's on point, so <clears throat> I, you know, whatever. we ain't going back, boys. Chris is going on the record. I don't know that I. I mean, logic dictates this this event this this pandemic event is not going to be over in two weeks. So it seems hard to fathom that it would be. Oh yeah, I agree. Or at least to a point where the health departments would say you're safe going back. Are you and realistically, with your fidget spinner again? Huh? Are you playing with your fidget spinner again? Sorry. Yes. <laughs> um, because don't do, do you agree? Like now that we are stopped, it's going to be harder for us to return. Agree. Well, I the think t- the timing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. State testing. If, if we don't go back in two weeks, state testing is gone. Right. What other reason to go back in May would there be besides state testing and prom? I, I agree. If this was January, this is different. If this, yeah, if this was fall semester, anytime in fall, before Christmas, completely different. 
Yeah, I agree. Did you guys, so did you, um, we've got a friend at a district much souther, much, much souther, sorry, I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> oh, souther. <laughs> Pedagogy is all off right now. Well, Pedagogy <laughs> went souther. Oh, <laughs> screw you. Uh, so we've got a friend to the south. Um, Pedagogy. We, he was prepping for time off, you know, the, for this closure. We'll call him Bob. That's not his real name. Um, Bob. What's, his real, what, what's his real name? Say it. I'm not going to share no, it. No, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> so Bob, Bob, Bob chatted this afternoon and said, hey, do you know where I can buy a bunch of cheap Wi-Fi USB adapters? Okay, I know who Bob is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and everybody's like, why do you need a bunch of cheap Wi-Fi USB adapters. He's like, well, we're getting ready to send devices home. And I'm I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, well, are you sending desktops home? And I think, Corey, I think you asked the same thing, or somebody asked the same thing at the same time. They are, because they don't have enough mobile devices, they are sending desktops home with teachers. Insane. Critical staff. Yeah, I think he said more like the admin in central office. Yeah, yeah but still... Could you imagine sending desktops home? No. I mean, we're lucky. uh, Almost anybody, really, except um, secretaries, honestly, now that I'm running through it in my head, all staff has a district laptop. Really? Yeah. um, Even our central office staff, including the central office secretaries, have a have a laptop. Which, I mean, for this for this scenario, is wonderful. Yeah, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the ninety nine percent of the other school year, it's actually I have more challenges. But for now, I, it's great. I can count on one hand the number of laptops we have, like real Windows laptops. Every teacher has a Chromebook, so that's not that's really what good. we do. So yeah, I mean, so that's that's still in the realm. It's not. Yeah, it's not teachers taking desktops home. <laughs> but for our for our payroll people, they're going to have to come in and run payroll. Yeah, ours um, ours will too. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, this is a mess, man. I don't, I don't know where we go from here. Well, because what do you, what do you guys think? So we're talking about tech stuff, but what do we do for all these families that don't have, that don't have Wi-Fi, that don't, that don't How, have? Okay, so, so the question there is, what percentage of your districts do you think don't have Wi-Fi at home? You know, I was asked this question by our leadership, and I, I said twenty-five percent. Really. That was the thought I just had in my head. I, I think we're at 10% or less. And the only reason I, I think that is because I bought several Khajiit devices. Um, what was nice. that? What was Khajiit? that? Um, I bought several. They're mobile hotspots that are meant for education. Oh, gotcha. K-A-J-E-E-T. P-E-D-A-G-O-G-Y. Pedagogy. Um. So we bought several of those last year, and they're never checked out. So how many did you get? Like, how, what what is going on here? I've never. I'm not sure. I've heard of a district doing this. Really? Kajit's big. Kajit's huge. We've got them on a bus. Yeah, Kajit's big, man. And so your your students check these hotspots out and take them home if they don't have yeah. internet. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And they're, um, they 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 are meant for education. Josh, am I wrong? Do they like 
do they get like the school's SSID and stuff on them or how does that no. work? No, they are actually little mobile hotspots from pick your carrier, AT&T or Verizon. Who does fest, Does your district pick the carrier? Yeah. Um, and then they, Khajiit does something to them that pushes them through Khajiit's uh, DNS web filter. I assume it's a DNS web filter. <laughs> um, so it's got a web filter built into it, plus all of our Chromebooks have securely. Um, and full disclosure, neither Khajiit or Securely are sponsoring this episode, but they could if you guys wanted to. Um, so we've got a couple double filters there, and there's really nothing preventing a parent from hopping on that Khajiit device. They're just going to get a filtered view. Right. Of, you know, they're not going to be able to hit Playboy. They're not going to be able to hit socials, that kind of stuff. So, um, and then they have a daily, a daily cap. I honestly don't remember what it is off the top of my head. Um, and then we've got a bus unit, Khajiit, too, that puts Wi-Fi on a bus. We've typically <clears throat> put that on the bus that travels long distance for sports teams um, so the athletes can work on homework on the way to and from games during the week and whatnot. That, I was going to say, I've, I've, I've read about, like, schools putting buses in key areas, like yeah. – so that while this Corona stuff is happening, that kids can go stop by the bus, you know, at whatever park or whatever parking lot or whatever, and yeah. they can they can have some Wi-Fi. Do you yeah, have that maybe, go ahead. I do not. We have a so we have another contact. We'll call him Bill. That's not his real name. Bob and um, Bill. He he likes to brag a lot. Corey, you know who I'm talking about. Um, is this you? No. Oh. That cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. One like say, point, Corey. Yeah. We like to say he peacocks a lot. He. Um, okay, okay. I know who this is. He uh, he was kind of doing his own Khajiit thing. He was he was getting uh, hotspots from carriers and rigging buses up and running cables and antennas and stuff. Mm. He claims cheaper than what he could get him from Khajiit monthly and for the box, but. I don't know. I think Kijit's pretty darn cheap. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, man. This this definitely, I think, changes the scope and, and landscape of education, the pedagogy of education as well. Um, I will. I will not. <laughs> me, ne- me neither. I, I will not. <laughs> so I mean, you know, we're all three tech directors. What does your next few weeks look like? I honestly don't know. I mean, I'm going in tomorrow, and I, I think my guys are going in tomorrow. Um, but after that, I was planning on taking off Friday um, anyway to go out of town. But honestly, I don't know if we're going out of town with all this. I don't, I don't want to get three hours away and get stuck there, martial law, you know, that whole thing. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Chris, what do what you – are you so, so we we haven't formally announced what all faculty and staff are going to do but i'm going to i'm going to take a take a guess uh that we're all going to work you know a couple hours a day or 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 at least be ready to check in uh that much so i've debated protect department like is this a good time to knock out some big projects that we thought we were going to do this summer um i mean we're going to take a good look i it, it kind of just depends on I mean, can we have, I mean, if nobody's at school, we can have some downtime. Do some but if the school's stuff. been disinfected, should you be there? 
uh, why? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, that's not, that's not to say you'll be clean next week. It, it is interesting though. Right. Cause you're saying that in like different, I mean, all the different schools do have different, uh, opinions on what they're well, that's what I was going to say. So we're, staff. I mean, me and Chris are within six miles of each other. Um, Josh's district, I don't know, another 35 miles. I mean, and then there's several districts much closer than that. And I found it very interesting, like how different the policies were as far as districts <clears throat> having staff come in or not come in. Like there's some districts uh, I heard of one teachers coming in every day, eight to three. And I, I heard of one making secretaries come in every day. Uh, and then, you know, my district's a little different. We actually just found out today, uh, really, they don't want teachers there at all, except for if we have work days, which we, uh, we will have some. Um, that was announced today. And then basically, we were told, our, the admin team was told what days were expected to be there and then to be on call the rest of the time. And obviously, it's easiest for me to work from home. I mean, we use Kaseya, who is not a sponsor of this podcast, but could be. But so that Kaseya allows me to remote into basically all of my infrastructure. Uh, and there's also, you know, there's a lot of other stuff to do um, as well. And actually, I told my intern to be in tomorrow because <clears throat> I was told to work the rest of the week. And so I told the intern, come in tomorrow. We're going to image a lab of computers. We're going to replace a battery backup, get some stuff done. So yeah, I mean, I'm kind of along with Chris. Like, at what point do you start considering knocking out summer projects? Sure. I'm, I'm not sure I'm there yet because I don't want to, you know, well, one, my E-rate is still, you know, that's not, I had some big projects in that and that's still not been certified or approved yet. <clears throat> so let me float this to you. If we call off the rest of the year, not saying we are, but if we do, what are the chances you get all your Chromebooks back? Blech. No way. I think it's, I, I think it's, I, I mean, I, so I, mean, I would say it's, I mean, I'm not one to one, so I'm not in the boat you two are in. I would say it's 0% chance you get them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I, there's I agree. A, like, we, we are at, I mean, so we send Chromebooks home every day, middle school and high school. Our, yeah. our elementary, I mean, we, but we have one to one second through uh, fifth. But they as don't well. go home. They 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 only go home in fourth and fifth as the teacher directs. Right. So we've had some super quick conversation about say we don't go back that we may go ahead and see about giving Chromebooks to fourth and fifth graders to take home with them. Yeah, we so, so we, we would a, be giving out even more Chromebooks. We had a conversation and I. You guys make fun of me because I say no all the time, but we had a conversation about at our intermediate building, which is four through six, which they're one on one, but in carts, they never leave the building about cutting zip ties, ripping power adapters out oh. of the back of the carts and, and oh. sending those devices home. And I said, oh. well, I, I talked to my guys that morning and I said, I need you to be ready to mentally prepare yourselves. If we're told to do this, we're going to do it. I said, but I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate with this. And my, my big thing was, if we do this, if we, if we tear these cards apart, and it, you know, it's horrible in itself, yeah. and we hand these out to kids that have never taken these devices home before, 
never had an expectation set, the whole thing. And we don't come back for summer or, you know, until the fall. We're not getting, we're not getting hardly any of those devices back. Oh, where's your faith? (sighs) Well, not just that, but I don't, and I don't know if this would fall on you or if you have somebody else at your district that would handle it, but like, those families that were, you know, their oldest child is the, is that fourth or fifth grader. So they don't know, like, they've never had a Chromebook in the house. So like, I yeah. mean, connecting it to the internet, getting yeah. signed in and everything working through the filter, blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, you would have to be, you know, in office during these times, you would think, to be able to field issues or make yeah, sure the district you know is prepared. Corey, we, we, we send home – Oh man, 1,500 devices, um, middle school through high school for the last two years. And I can probably say I've had one phone call from a parent saying I'm having problems getting this on Wi-Fi. I I honestly expected that we would have more and we just haven't. Hmm. I agree. We've been really lucky, but that's kind of off subject, but. Yeah, all this, of this though, it, it, it all goes back to like, man, I wish a year plus ago we would have figured this all out. Like, I wish we would have had a plan. Because even if we're like, hey, we're going to send Chromebooks home with third graders, I wish there had been a committee that had some parents on it that helped us with that decision so that when we implement all this, like, we're not crazy talking and we're not doing it so quick that we're misstepping and having bad communication or whatever. Well, like, I wish we had a plan already in place. Okay. Let's segue that. We're, we're out of time. We're seven minutes over already. Oh, we're fine. But segue that conversation or that feeling of wanting to have a plan into a cyber attack DR plan. Oh. Oh, I, I'm just saying. I mean, I've you, already had you, one Bloody Mary. And what is going on? You you can have a plan in your head, but when it comes down to it, you really need to have something written down on paper. Wouldn't right. you agree? For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like well, this thing. This back. thing needs to be like turn to page fifteen to find out if we're sending yes. Chromebooks home yeah. with third graders now. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. to go back, I mean, I, I'm not scared to admit, like, I think I'm, at least my role at my district, I'm in the easy part so far. Like, it was my job to do the, the meal service Google form and my job to create the Google Drive folder structure. Like, that's easy work. I mean, it was busy and there was a lot going on. But, like, if we get into uh, an extended closure, like, my, my superintendent has already discussed staff coming in to be trained on flipped classrooms, uploading to YouTube, um, different stuff like that. And it's just like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's a kind of a different level. Uh, so, I mean, that's going to be staff taking document cameras home to record themselves. So it's just like, I think right now I'm in the easy layer. But, but Corey, I, I need to ask questions. I need, I need to sit down with one of my bosses and ask them if, if they end up doing instruction when when kids are at home since this is not technically an ami year would that count as instructional time no no we're it it does not right we are not yeah we're not we're and we're not saying that is that is it is instructional because there's stuff there there's stuff in there too if if you do that kind of, of delivery you have to do special stuff for your sped kids 
right as well there's all kinds of stuff in that yeah yeah that is it, that is absolutely correct so welcome welcome now, to the new world it really i mean honestly yeah is this is this ac after corona is that is are we are we zero ac no we're we're dc during corona i don't think that's a thing we're not after it ain't over there's no there's no d there's no there's no uh what what are we in now ad what was before that bc I don't dominate before there's no there's no dc there's no during christ well there's no after christ they call me corona chris (laughs) oh my gosh i think we'll end on that statement so yeah a week from now when we come to you a week from now we could each be hunkered down in our bunkers avoiding the zombies or we could be in hospitals podding from uh well let's uh, let's really hope it doesn't come to that I will, though, because that's my dedication to Corey and friends. Oh. Is, that a, is that a different podcast you have? No, it's the one that's been stripped from America. Oh. Well, I will say this podcast is uh, hit. We have listeners in 37 states, two Canadian provinces, uh, Germany, and Australia. Uh, Germany, they're just, they're just trying to figure out who we are so they can malware us next week. Probably. All right, I, heard well, they, I, I heard Germany invented this. Oh, stop. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.